you ever have one of those <clears throat> you ever have one of those situations where you want to say something but for the life of you those words aren't there this could be one of those situations I can talk to anyone, right? Right. That seems like something reasonable that a human being can do is is talk to anyone. Except, I can't talk to anyone. I'm terrible at talking to anyone. I've, I've had more situations recently where, excuse me, just typing, um, where I've had less words to say than was needed at any one time, and that that presents a problem for me. It has always presented a problem for me. I'm I'm a quiet person in terms of a family. I'm probably the quietest in my family, or I used to be. I don't know if I am anymore. I don't really stay in touch with quite a lot of that family. But my immediate family, we're all very quiet. We're not people, people. We're we're quite insular. We like to talk to each other, but even that isn't forthcoming. It takes time to get to that point. And generally, we're just, yeah. We don't have the words to go in spaces. This is a great start to a podcast where I need to talk for 20 minutes. It's to tell you that I can't talk. You know, that's that seems like a reasonable way to start a talking show, right? Maybe? I don't know. Does anyone else have this problem? I imagine lots of people have this problem. For me to think that I was the only one having this problem is hugely egotistical. But I have this thing where... I, especially in new situations, especially talking to anyone really, but I hang back in conversation. I always have to. Conversation occurs and I just kind of just rest in the back, rest in the back and I don't think about anything. I just listen to everybody. That's that's something I think my dad taught me was on some level it's better to listen, but then with that you struggle to actually interact with people when you need to interact with people. It's that whole restaurant situation where your family goes to a restaurant, there's a problem with the meal. Who's going to ask the waitress? Who's going to tag a waiter and say, we need to talk, there's problems with this meal? Well, in my family, that probably wouldn't happen. Because I wouldn't grab a uh, person working in a restaurant. I'd probably just eat the meal. My brother, he might. His job has led him to situations where being more social is needed. My dad would probably just eat the meal. My mum is probably the only one who's going to do that. But she wouldn't tag someone down. She'd go straight to, straight to the counter. Go round the people who are working to people who aren't particularly working. I'll go to the bar and get get the order sorted. But I think that's that's very telling of her family. Previously, I'd say the most the person who can speak to people most in my entire family is my gran. And my gran can literally talk to anybody. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't matter what you're doing. She will engage you in conversation. And if she's bored, she will engage you in conversation longer than you probably want it to be engaged in conversation. And that is a traditional old person trait. But the point I'm making is that that didn't rubber off onto us. 
I mean, I can talk to most people, but I can't initiate conversations. That is the major issue. Well, not the major issue. There's much more major issues. My major issue within life is is initiating conversation, and that is something I've never, I've never succeeded at. Excuse me, just pour out my coffee. See, coffee is a great buffer for conversation because it means you can you can hold your mug. You can you can stir it a little. A good stir going on. Gives you something to do. Gives something to do with your hands. Makes it look like you're engaged when you ain't engaged in the conversation. The problem with this is, of course, is that I'm in a situation where I need to be social more recently, and I need to be more social, and I completely lack those skills. Because for my entire life, I have tried to avoid initiating conversation. I will happily happily talk to anyone about anything as long as they come to me i will wax lyrical about any subject in the world subjects i'm not even familiar with i will learn about things by talking to other people and that is because that's one of the best ways to learn about things but regardless of that the fact but it's that initial line it's that that kind of even when i want to i know there's a person i want to talk to even when i know that that line is there and i'm thinking yes i need to engage with this person i need to understand them, have a a rapport with them, pushing through that initial line is ridiculous, from my point of view. And if the person on the other side isn't forthcoming, and perhaps suffers from the same uh, verbal disability (laughs) that I have, then it's just never going to go anywhere. She's going to be, it's two walls staring at each other. Not even staring at each other because you'd both be awkward and just stare at the floor. I've come up with a few ways in the past to to work around this. First off, um, of course, coffee. Offering someone coffee, offering someone beverages. That's what I do when people come to my house. If they come to my house, this is why everyone, every guest you see on this, this podcast has coffee. Because they come to my house and I offer them coffee. It's my opener. It's it's the it's the first way to get them to talk to me because then we can discuss something which we have a mutual interest in. Of course, if they say then say I don't like coffee, then they should probably leave the house. But you know, that's a whole other story. But in terms of being out in the public and, and talking to people, I know, it's a very hard thing to get past. And it's something which is heavily ingrained. I've, I've, as I say, I'm going back to my grand. I've, I've been out on the street with her. Of course, I have. I'm 27. I've, I've spent time with my grandparents. You know, um, and just watching her do it—it's like watching magic, in my opinion. But I think some of this rolls back to to self-image. I mean, I, I have a huge thing in my head. I never want to seem intimidating and I've, I've been told by a lot of people that I'm not intimidating in any way shape or form but in my brain I don't believe it because I'm I'm six foot two and bearded and I never want to make anyone nervous I never want to make anyone feel like I would feel trying to initiate a conversation so to jump into a conversation as a confident person would be in a way an impossibility for me because it would mean that I would have the upper hand in that conversation. And I don't want the upper hand at the start of the conversation. I'll have the upper hand later in the conversation when there is jokes to be made 
and were comfortable chatting to each other. But <laughs> to begin with, I may as well be mute. Because all I do is, is sit and look at the floor and try to interject and then feel like everything I've said was pointless. And I realize that that's, in a way, that's insanity. It's reverse logic. If, you, if you've gone for coffee with someone and they've tried to engage you in a conversation, clearly they want to hear something you have to say. Or at least they're being polite enough to engage you in conversation. So why wouldn't... It's... it's yeah. It's, it's roundabout circular thinking, which I've, interrupts me most of the time in my life. I imagine it interrupts quite a few people. Of you, you overthink things, and that's 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 human nature is is overthinking to a point where you incapacitate yourself. <laughs> is that understandable to most people? Is that is that relatable? I imagine that's fairly relatable. I'd like to think that was fairly relatable. If that wasn't fairly relatable, that's when I need to start to worry. And that's where I need to likely condition myself in some manner to actually to work through this. I think it's something which is it's held me back in a lot of aspects of my life. For instance, you we're talking, you know, talking to random strangers, um, trying to advertise my own work is hard because I can't approach strangers, so despite having work to show or having ideas getting past that initial barrier not something I can really do I've considered trying to find an agent or something like that but then I have to actually have work to show them and at the moment I don't really have any work which I think is worth anything but that's a whole other lack of confidence issue to that point yeah kind of approaching anyone to say hi hey, I've got this idea and you know as as confident as you are in your work if if you can't get past that initial barrier then you're, you're just going to be stuck where you are and I, that's where I currently am I am stuck where I am because of my own failings within that aspect of society within that ability most people will say that I'm easy to talk to but those are people who I have met in situations where that initial conversation wasn't an issue because we were introduced. Which is the other way to get around it. This We're getting to this point. This is why friends are important because they can be used to iron out your social inadequacies. Social inadequacies is the word which is hard to pronounce. Okay, maybe you shouldn't use friends in that way. Maybe you shouldn't exploit your friend's confidence in order to meet new people. But if they let you do it, if they're going to let you do it, perhaps you should. I'm not sure. It's like a mental block. It's like, I'll try and describe it. The, uh, the cause and effect of this. So, for instance, we'll take a, a situation. So, there's someone new you want to talk to. There's someone new I want to talk to. I know there's someone new. This is this is the other the other the other balance of it again. 
I keep using that phrase, I don't know why. Well, we'll come back to them. But, uh, so you've got this point of, I have someone I would like to talk to. That's, that's a flat-out fact. Someone within my life I would like to talk to. How do I initiate conversation with that person? Well, first off, I don't, because of the the block which we're discussing. But working around that, if I do find a way, an in, so to speak, how do you, you, you continue that conversation? Well, again, you don't, because as much as I can do back and forth, at some point, my brain is going to draw a blank, and then it's going to try and fill that space with chatter. And chatter is not useful, because it will be something stupid. Or, I'll try to seem intelligent, which I aren't. We've been through this. I'm not a smart person. So instead, it'll just fill it with chatter, and it'll fill it with something which is nonsensical, and then it'll basically kill the conversation. So you you can pretty much guarantee that the conversation's going to kill. Of course, this may not be true at all, and this is literally the thought process which my brain goes through when I'm having a conversation with a person, where I'm sat there going, you've killed the conversation, so you may as well just stop talking. That may not be true at all. That could be completely wrong and unjustified as an assumption. But I've already convinced myself that that's happened, so I'll try and retreat to, retreat from that conversation. So getting past that, of course, you come out of that thinking you ruined that conversation. You ruined everything you were trying to do. You aren't worth anything. And you fail at being a human being. And then that kind of sinks in. And you think to yourself, why am I even trying in the first place? When I could have stayed home. And done something else. Done something productive. Than trying to do something which you can't do. Now. I'll lay you in on a a line. I am in that situation right now. My brain has already convinced myself that I've I've messed up. I won't lay you in on the ins and outs. But. There's this. That's the situation in my brain. I'm, I'm sat there in my head going. Well clearly you're a fuck up. So. Why are you even trying? But then at the same time, I've got this little box in the back of my head which says, you have all these things you could be doing. And if you hadn't spent time wasting it on being a fuck-up, then maybe you could be doing those things. Now, that seems a lot like beating myself up. And it is beating myself up. It is pointlessly beating myself up. And I am very aware that it's pointlessly beating myself. But it doesn't change that matter. It's self-destructive behaviour which stems from being unable to accept one's own social inadequacies. Again, hard word to pronounce. You can talk yourself in circular logic all day, but is there really any end point to it? Who am I telling this to? Am I saying this to you? Am I expecting myself to listen back to this podcast and say, Graham, you, you know, you, you kind of... You've reached yourself at a null point where you can't do anything. Because you've already talked yourself out of doing things. And you've already reintroduced yourself to doing things. And then you're just going to do that again and again and again. And unless you change something, then perhaps that that's never going to change. 
So is it, is it more of a case of whether I can accept that for the rest of my life? When, in reality, all I need to do is be able to approach strangers with some simple, you know, initial talk. But then I hate small talk. I hate talking about non... It's like... I'm British. So... Talking about the weather is literally an everyday occurrence. It's not even a stereotype. That is literally an everyday occurrence. Everyone talks about the weather in England. It's as though, within the time period of growing up in the UK, you hadn't realised that the weather was there every single day and that it is unpredictable. So you, you turn up every day and go, oh, oh it's weather. Oh. But the problem with that weather conversation is that <laughs> it leads to more small talk, which absolutely kills coming. Oh, this weather. I was meant to put washing out today, but oh, damn, I couldn't because it rained. And then, oh, it was meant to rain last week. Of course it was meant to rain last week. Why is it not raining now? Oh, oh this world we live in. Say la vie. And back to staring at the desk and hating yourself. That's pretty much the cycle for any British person, by the way. Anyone listening, that's that's literally the cycle for um, <laughs> for a British small talk conversation. And then I, I don't have interest in generalized things. I, don't, I mean, I don't own a TV. I own a TV, but I don't have a TV license, so I can't watch regular TV. Um, I don't have any interest in sport, so those are two small talk subjects which are completely off the radar. And yet it is impossible for me to walk up to someone and engage them about art. It's impossible for me to engage someone off the bat about you know, whatever literature I'm reading, because not everybody's interested in that, in the same way that I'm not interested in sport, and yet sport gets brought up to me a lot. And I'm not learning about sport just so I can talk to people. That's not happening. I'm not going to sit there and learn football for the sake of small talk. I'd rather be depressed. We may have gotten off point. We've always gotten off point. I'm not going to say the the inevitable line of back to the point. But getting back to the point. I think it's a challenge for people to break that habit. Especially because it's never the same with any one person. That introduction is never the same. I know people who I know well. Who I literally met by bumping into them. That's a conversation start right there. I bumped into them, and then we went from there. There's other people I met who I've been formally introduced to in a job situ- situation and have become good friends. And that's... There's no manual on this. All you can do is just be open to conversations which come your way if you're in, if you're incapable of opening your own conversations. There's a nice metaphor there. Let's poignantly uh, drag that metaphor out of the dirt. If you're unable to open doors, you got to go through the doors of the people open for you. And that pretty much can describe my entire attempting to talk to people situation. Is that if I'm incapable of opening them doors for myself... 
I have to rely on other people to open doors for me. And maybe one day I'll get to a point where I can do that for other people. The point's not right now. Because I'm carrying too much shit to make it through the door. And I hope that if you're going through a similar situation, you got someone to open that door for you. Or at least help carry the bags. I'll talk to you guys later.